We have been talking about how to receive from God and about the most important thing I have been trying to do and of course the other things are very important too, okay, is to let people understand that the basis upon which we receive from God is because of his love. And because of that love, we experience his mercy. And we said that his mercy is expressed in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the summary of the mercy of God now, all right, is called the Lord Jesus Christ. So when somebody comes to God, he must plead the mercy of God. He must not be like the Pharisees that we read about, that's in the book of Luke chapter 18, who kept on counting his good works and denouncing somebody else and thinking that because he fasted and he gave tithes of everything, God must take care of him. And Jesus said that man didn't receive anything from God, that the man who receives from God is the one who pleads the mercy of God. The one who receives from God, you know, the mercy of God has a name now, and that name is what? Jesus Christ. The one who receives from God is the one who comes in the power of the name of Jesus. And Jesus said it like that expressly in the book of John chapter 16, that if you are going to receive from the Father, it's going to be because you love me. If you are going to receive from the Father, the Father will know you love me by you approaching him in the power of my name. You are going to ask in my name. You will not ask in the name of your good works. And I said, I began to say last time, that words are not, are not supposed to be mere words. It's not just what they sound like. It is what is inside the heart of the person who is uttering those words that determine what the words produce. Even Shakespeare said it, roses called by any other name will still smell nice. That is, if you call rose by another name, but what you have in your heart is rose, or what you have in your hand is a rose, then it will still give you the attributes of a rose. But if you call something else a rose, you take a a piece of rotten wood, and call it a rose. It will not give you the effect of a rose, even though you wanted to call it a rose. That is, if we say the name of Jesus, we must know what it means. If we say the name of Jesus, we must understand what it implies. That's what I'm trying to say. And to continue that, let me just read quickly read something from the book of Acts chapter 19. The story here is a story of some young men who, not understanding what we are talking about, who think, thought a name was just a chant. You just go chant something, and then you have the effect. They heard Paul preach. They heard Paul doing miracles in the name of Jesus. They saw Paul cast out demons in the name of Jesus. And they were uh, exorcists. The Bible calls them, in the book of uh, Acts chapter 19, verse 13, it called them Jewish exorcists. That is, they wanted to get results using the name of Jesus, not realizing that it's not just mere words. There must be something behind those words. The Bible says in that verse 13 that this Jewish exorcist attempted to name over those who had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. And the Bible says there were seven sons of a particular Jewish priest called Sceva. Now in verse 15 of that Acts chapter 19, the evil spirit answered them and said to them, I recognize Jesus and I know about Paul. But who are you? And the man in whom was the evil spirit, that is being controlled by that evil spirit, leaped upon them and subdued all of them and overpowered them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. That is, one person who had the power of the evil spirit working in him stripped seven men, beat them, that's what they mean when they say subdued and overpowered them, removed all their clothes so that they ran out naked and wounded. Why? Because those people did not understand that when you come with the name of Jesus, it is not just uttering the name, 
It is having something inside your being that recognizes the name yourself. Because he said, who are you? That is, there were nobody in the realm of the spirit. You cannot utter the name of Jesus and expect results if you are a nobody in the realm of the spirit. That's what I'm going to explain here. What, how do you become a somebody in the realm of the spirit? We're talking about how to receive from God. So we're saying that for you to utter the name and be recognized, you must be somebody in the realm of the spirit. And how do you become somebody? Let me quickly explain that to you. Righteousness is what makes you somebody. Righteousness does not mean you have done everything correctly. Righteousness simply means, or this is a foundation of righteousness. It means you have the right foundation of faith. That's what it is. The reason why people do what is wrong is because they don't have the right foundation of faith. Righteousness means that, the Bible says like this, that hearing is the righteousness of God revealed. In the book of Romans chapter 1, he said, from faith to faith. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation. What gospel are we talking about? The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is, if a man believes in that gospel, he is saved. If a man believes in the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, he attains to God's kind of righteousness. God's righteousness is by faith. That is, when God looks at you, I was teaching my children the other day, different words. We're discussing holiness, godliness, righteousness, salvation, faith, stuff like that. And they say, what is righteousness? He said, it is when God approves of your works. It is when you do things that are pleasing to God. And I say, what is the foundation for that? It is, the foundation is faith. You cannot be righteous except faith is in your heart. Faith towards God is the foundation for every form of righteousness. If you're out there doing good works, thinking that if I give to the poor, you know, sometimes people will tell you that Cornelius, we know the story of Cornelius in the book of Acts, that this Cornelius... You know, he was giving alms. He was giving alms. And an angel appeared. So they will tell you that, look, when you give alms, it resounds in heaven. An angel appeared to Cornelius because he had been giving alms. So some say, when you give, your alms will speak in heaven. But they don't look at it carefully. When the angel came to Cornelius, he said to Cornelius, we see the passion of your heart. That's why you have been doing all you have been doing. Your alms has risen as a memorial. He said, but what does the alms say? The arm says you don't know the way of salvation. <laughs> Do you understand my point? He says, so, because of your good works, which we see in the heavens as your attempt at salvation, let us send you the proper way of salvation. Then Cornelius sent for Peter, who at that time was in Joppa. And before that, God had, through different methods, prepared Peter to go to the house of the Gentile to go and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. What, was it? what am I trying to say? He did good works, but it could not attain salvation for him. So the angel told him, send for Peter, who will tell you the way of salvation. So for everything that, that Cornelius had done, what he did for him was to tell him how to find salvation. His good works did not get him salvation. It only told him how to find it. His good works could not bypass the gospel of Jesus. No, it couldn't. But when in heaven they saw that this man wanted the salvation badly, they said, let us send him the way of salvation. So the angel came, said to Peter, uh, Cornelius, send for Peter. Peter came and preached the gospel to him. Are you getting my point? So for you to become somebody in the realm of the spirit, so that the name of Jesus will be effective in your mouth, you must attain to righteousness. But that righteousness, again, we are back to it, is not by your works. That righteousness is by the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus. In simple terms, like Christians tell you every day, that righteousness is attained by your giving your life to Christ. That righteousness is attained 
by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. And it is when you now approach God in the realm of the spirit, in the power of that name that he gives to you. Please understand this. We are talking about how do we receive from God? We receive from God when we ask properly, James said. And I'm saying, how do we ask properly? In this context, Jesus said to us, you have to ask in my name. What does it mean to ask in his name? Is it just to utter the, names in, the name in prayer? I said it's beyond that. We saw the story of some seven young men. They tried it, but in the realm of the Spirit, they were nothing. So the name did not work for them. The name works when you are somebody in the realm of the Spirit. And we said, being somebody in the realm of the Spirit is by faith in the name of Jesus Christ, first of all. It's by committing your life to that Jesus. Then you approach God on the base of that name and He gives anything that you want to you. You have just listened to a radio message by Pastor Banky. More of these and other messages are available from our website kwm.com.ng To contact us, write us at radiosermons at gmail.com and do not forget to do your part in spreading the kingdom of God by sharing this message with someone else. Thank you for listening and may the fruit of this word blossom in your life.